Welcome to the Joy Joya podcast, where jewelry is joy and everyone is encouraged to add more polish and sparkle to the world with topics ranging from marketing tips to business development, best practices and beyond. This is the go-to podcast for ambitious jewelry industry dreamers like you. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Worstiak. Through this podcast, I aim to empower and inspire jewelry entrepreneurs and professionals so they can thrive while adding more beauty to the world. I am passionate about digital marketing for jewelry brands, and I am excited to share my passion with you. As we all know, jewelry is joy, and I will gladly seize any opportunity to talk about it. This is episode 188, and you're checking out a weekly segment of this podcast called The Gold Mine, which is a more intimate, personal, and brief take from me about a topic of my choosing, but typically in the categories of entrepreneurship, growth, mindset, as well as my own personal observations about the industry. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. You can get interviews and business development and marketing tips on Sundays, and then the gold mine with me on Wednesdays. And if you're a return listener or viewer, thank you for following along. This week's topic is getting ahead of trends. I want to personally share the following three things. One, why I love and hate trends. Two, what to do about a trend. And three, my homework for you regarding trends. So what made me think of this topic? Well, in the previous episode, 187, in my news roundup, I shared an article from JCK about the permanent jewelry trend, which I think is super fun and novel, and I can see why jewelry businesses are adopting it, especially in local markets where maybe something like that doesn't already exist, as a way to drive, especially people representing a younger generation, to their store. And while I was really interested in this article and agree with why so many businesses are adopting this permanent jewelry movement, it made me stop to think about why I both love and hate trends. So let me talk about that and maybe it will kind of help you understand how to position your own business in the marketplace. So on one hand, trends are great because they can really help you understand what customers want right now, what they're seeking. And especially if the people who are following these trends happen to be your target customer. So I think a lot of people who are very interested in the permanent jewelry trend are probably millennials and younger because it's more fashion driven. They're buying jewelry as a way to like style and express themselves. And also it's just a little bit more novel and unique and I think edgy because it moves away from like the more traditional ways of wearing jewelry. So if millennial and younger is your target customer, then I can totally see why it would make sense for your business to consider this or at least pay attention to it so that you can really understand that there are customers out there who are wanting this novel kind of experience. So that's why I love trends, but also at the same time, I kind of hate them too, 
because really what I see whenever there's a new trend in this industry or any other industry, I just immediately see businesses like scrambling to adopt it because they think, okay, this is like the secret key ingredient that's gonna help me like blow up, help me attract all the customers in the world. Like this is the one thing my business was missing. But the reality is once a trend is like called a trend, you've probably in some ways have missed the boat on it. It would be better to be an early adopter of something to really set your business apart or even better, be the trend setter. Be the person who's coming up with that unique idea or I mean, even if you can't come up with a unique idea, instead of just like blindly following a trend and incorporating into your business, stop, sit and think for a second, how can I really make this work for me? And even, even better, do I really wanna make this work for me? And does it make sense for my customer? So trends, I think just causes everyone to like, put blinders on and not truly think about how that trend can or can't work for them. So when a new trend comes up in the industry, like this permanent jewelry trend, for example, what should your business be doing about it? One, I think it is worth paying attention to, no matter what kind of jewelry brand you are. You need to be aware of what's going on in the industry, what customers are craving, what other brands are doing, especially if they're your competitors. So what should you do? Well, first, definitely go back to episode 174 because I share five tips about using trends in jewelry marketing. So that's one resource where you can start. But here's one piece of advice I can share with you right now in this episode before you go back to 174. Take every trend with a grain of salt. Don't just do what everyone else is doing. Find a way to really tap into your brand values, your brand voice, be true and honor your target customer, and what kind of spin can you put on this trend? And that's if you even wanna pursue it. But how can you really make it your own? What can you be doing with permanent jewelry that actually makes sense to your brand and isn't a literal copy and paste of what everyone else is doing? And then second, I would urge you to like not take everything at face value and sit and think and look at the depth behind the trend. So taking this example, for instance, the trend is permanent jewelry. So uh, the manifestation of that is literal, let's say bracelet that gets soldered onto someone's wrist. So that is on surface value what the trend is. But I would invite you to sit and critically think about what's under this trend. What is like the desire or the need that it is reflecting that the customer really wants? Yeah, there's the permanent jewelry. Okay, I have something pretty on my wrist now, great. But what I think the customer is really craving is the event, the actual physical experience of having this done. So there's an experiential element to it. The novelty, I mean, I'm sure brands have done this for years and maybe just not like openly talked about it or maybe it was like a very niche thing. I know that this has existed in the past. Um, so what's under that? Experiences, novelty, a little bit of edginess. 
These are the actual things that the customers are craving and it's just being manifested in this personal and this permanent jewelry trend, which is also personal. So maybe there's a way you can like tap those desires and really make them unique to your brand. So my homework for you around this permanent jewelry trend, and I kind of have already echoed this a few times in this episode, think about if you could, and maybe you don't even decide to implement this, but I think it's important to reflect. This is obviously a movement in the industry. It's not gonna go away anytime soon. My homework would be, if you could, how would you make this trend your own and really adapt it to work for your jewelry brand? The way that you make it your own might actually not have anything to do with permanent jewelry, but maybe it's connected to experiential jewelry. Maybe it's connected to novelty. Maybe it's connected to some like really personal connection or experience um, like some kind of transformational thing related to the jewelry that you sell so that your customers can really have this memorable moment with your brand and your product. And then you might also want to think about your target customer. If you can picture them in your head, no matter how old they are, no matter where they live, no matter what their interests are, what are the things outside of jewelry that your customers really love? I would imagine that people who gravitate toward the permanent jewelry trend are those that are just a little bit more edgy, novel, forward thinking in general. I could see these people loving something like getting a tattoo or getting other piercings. They just love adornment and they are really creative and expressive those are typically the customers who would want permanent jewelry. Maybe those aren't your customers. So think about your customers and what do they want? Like, do you have a lot of young couples that are maybe starting their families? So what are the things that, that they're interested in and how can you create experiences and memorable moments for them rather than just glomming onto a trend and hoping that it expands your business? A trend can be really informative and again, can get you, uh, have your finger on the pulse of the industry, but it should not be blindly followed. It should be considered strategically and see if there are any insights that you can glean from it. At the end of the day, it all comes down to knowing your customers, paying attention to them, not just their jewelry shopping habits, but them holistically as a three-dimensional real person and what they really want and maybe they don't even know it yet but you can suggest it to them and provide it to them can you relate to anything i mentioned in this episode i would love to know your thoughts please leave a comment on YouTube or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And you can always reach out to me directly, Larissa, that's L-A-R-Y-S-S-A, at joyjoya.com. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about working with Joy Joya, visit joyjoya.com, where you can sign up to download our free eBooks about various topics in jewelry marketing.